you're listening to the Teen Life Survival Guide podcast, where we talk about different faith topics that teens need to know for a stronger faith life. We are using the New American Standard Bible, and as always, everyone is welcome, not just teens. We all need to grow together in a community. Um, Our topic of the day is forgiveness, and before we get started with anything else, we will start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this amazing opportunity for us to have some moments together to come to you, God, to learn from you, to love you, to worship you, to hear the truths that we need to hear. Lord, when we get hurt, our emotions tend to take over. Our insecurities tend to take over. Our fears tend to take over. God, but you call us to forgive others when they hurt us. And that's one of the hardest things to do. It's so hard to put ourselves second and put someone else first. But sometimes that's what you call us to do. And Lord, let us look at your scripture. Let us learn your ways because your ways are not the ways of the world. And let us know what true forgiveness looks like. Let us heal from those who hurt us. Let us forgive them. Um, And for those who haven't forgive us, Lord, let's also understand that they're human too. And God, guide us in all your ways. In your name we pray, amen. Uh, Sorry guys, my voice has been going in and out. So if I sound a little horsey, I've been sick for like a month. That would be why. But the world never stops. So neither do we ever stop about preaching about Jesus. Um, Today's topic of forgiveness is really one I didn't want to do for a couple reasons. One, um, one of the main reasons I don't like to do it is just because this is my opinion or based off of what I get out of the Bible and scripture, I don't fault other people for having a different view on forgiveness. We're called not to judge. And um, I know there's some people in my life who think differently about forgiveness. um, And I'm okay with that. And I accept who they are and what they believe. And I love them anyway. Um, But forgiveness is always one that's hard to talk about because we all have different opinions on it. Um, I think most Christians would agree with what I say, but a lot of people also, you know, take it a little bit step back. I'm a little bit hardcore with it, but all my stuff is based off scripture. I'm not here to argue. I'm here to educate. And so the Holy Spirit kept putting it on my heart. And I said, you know, I think it's true. I think so many people debate about forgiveness and so many people, you know, don't forgive the way I think God calls us to forgive because it is a tough topic. And a lot of what we're called to do is completely against what the world tells you. We live in a self uh, a selfish culture of you do you and you got to protect your heart and you know all this stuff about toxic relationships and you have to stay away from them because when you're around toxic people it brings down your, your happiness and all this stuff and while some of that is true a lot of what I hear is worldly things we're worried about our happiness we're worried about fear other people are going to hurt us and we're worried about toxic people affecting us but if we have a firm foundation when Jesus came into the world he went to sinners who were toxic people he went to them he reached out to them. He healed them. He forgave their sins and he worked through it with them. He forgave them because he recognized that they were still humans. They were in need of a savior. He recognized that they didn't know what they're doing. And we'll get into that um, in a minute. He recognized that that a lot of it was just their insecurities and um, their desire to find love, but in the wrong places. And that's the same with us. And so, like I said, a lot of our culture tells us, you know, um, you know, forgive, but don't forget. Or, you know, you can forgive sometimes, but you know, if they keep hurting you, then they don't love you and you need to, you know, move on from that. And it teaches us to block people out of our lives and it teaches us to fear and it teaches us to always put us first. But none of that really is what God calls us to do. Acts 
actually God typically calls us um, when we become made new in Christ. He said, if you're going to follow me, you must deny yourself and take up your cross. We must deny that self-desire, um, you know, that we tend to put first. You know, we always say we want to be happy. There's a difference between happiness and joy. And there's a difference between listening to our emotions and listening to God. Our emotions are um, impulsive. They're not usually spirit-led and they usually go up and down. And the devil likes to play with our emotions. He knows our insecurities. He knows our fears. He knows our weaknesses. So if he knows someone hurt you or he knows there was a situation that was weak, he is going to pry at it. He is going to make you feel like that person's the worst person in the world. And he is going to try to separate you from anything that's good. And what God's trying to teach us is a lot of the times those people that, you know, we don't forgive um, or we halfway forgive, we'll talk about that later, um, you know, could have been very good for our life. And even if they're not good for our lives, maybe we were supposed to think of ourselves less and be there for that person. Maybe they needed you in their life, but you couldn't get past that hurt. You couldn't get past your emotions. And now, you know, they needed you. And now hopefully God sends them something else, someone else. Um, So we can't let our emotions get the best of us. I will say before I go any further, there are some exceptions. Um, I'd say 99.9% of the time, forgive them anyway. I don't care what they did. Forgive them anyway. Um, I think you should forgive anyone for any situation because Jesus showed us on the cross. He was literally dying <laughs> by being falsely accused. He's literally dying for us and he's sitting next to a thief and a murderer and one asks us for forgiveness and he immediately forgives them. Um, and so I think he's given an example. We need to forgive. But I will say my exceptions to continuing a relationship with the people the way maybe you had it before is if you were in a rela- abusive relationship, um, obviously, you know, there's always consequences for actions. If someone was abusing you, then that's probably a person that you don't need to be in private with. Um, People do change and maybe, you know, you will give them another chance if you could see that they changed and they're truly sorry. Um, But again, that would be somebody who's because of their consequences, you can't be in a room alone with them. Or if it gives you too much stress and anxiety where you physically can't be around them, um, you know, those things are understandable. Same thing. My other exception to this would be relationships that distance you from Christ. When you are around that person, it just completely breaks your relationship with Christ. They're like, you fall into temptation every time it causes you to sin. And I'm not talking about this person broke my trust. So now I'm aggravated with them. So I get angry. You can probably work through that. I'm talking about you're, you know, literally choosing idols, abusing drugs, you know, doing, watching and doing things you're not supposed to, to the point where you're completely blocking out God. These people are taking you completely away from God. Um, every time you hang out with them, it's unpreventable. Those would be the only two times where I feel like you still forgive those people, but maybe you don't have the relationship with them. Otherwise, guys, like I said, our culture tells us to distance ourselves from people. They say they break our trust. We should never trust them again. Um, and that's just not true. That's not how God calls us to love. That's not what love is. Um, God calls us, like I said, to deny ourselves and to forgive others over and over and over again. And what I did was... Um, I wrote down some scriptures I'll be referencing today and I'll just kind of jot down, I jot down on the side, just kind of what it talks about. And I'll be talking about these today. Um, But instead of reading all these scriptures to you, I just was going to give them to you in case you wanted to go back. So in 1 Corinthians 13, it tells us love keeps no records of wrong. Matthew 16, 24 tells us to deny ourselves, take up our cross, follow God. Psalms 103 verses 10 through 12 tells us that God forgave us. Um, In Corinthians 3, it also says we should forgive others 
because God forgave us. Luke 23 is where we find Christ forgiving that murderer while he's on the cross. And he's also telling Father to please forgive them. They do not know what they're doing. These people literally are killing him and he is still forgiving him. Um, and then the other two, I didn't get the scripture verses because I'm going to be honest with you. I was writing down all my notes for this and both kids went to sleep and that never happened. So I'm like, I'm doing the podcast now. Um, but the two, Jesus talks about how many times you forgive somebody and he says 70 times seven. Um, and he's not being literal. His point is that you forgive them as much as they ask for. Um, and then also when they want to stone the lady who sinned, he said, he who has not sinned, cast the first stone. Um, and you could look both those up. You'll find Bible verses easy. But those are all the ones that really point to our forgiveness um, and why we should forgive. So again, if you love someone, we not supposed to keep record of wrong. And so if you truly love them, although it's hard when they break your trust and we'll get into the whole, well, they wouldn't have did this if they love me situation. We'll get there. But if you truly love them, love keeps no record of wrong. I've had some times in my life and you know, it sucks, but where people would say, well, why would I let them back in? Why would I do that when I let them in? You know, and they just always hurt me. They always break my trust. And my answer is always love. Um, there has been people in my past who have broken my trust on several occasions and I chose to forgive them because I love them and also because that's what God called me to do. And there's some of my strongest relationships and I'm not going to say my emotions, you know, there was a lot of trauma with it, um, especially some of the situations that I was like, how could they do that to me? But love always prevailed. And I always knew in my heart that I loved them. And when I made that commitment to our friendship um, or relationship, whatever it was, that I was going to keep my word and I was going to forgive them. And I'm so glad I did because, you know, when times got tough for me, guess who was there? Um, And guess who was so thankful? And it made our relationship so much stronger because they knew that they messed up and that I was still there. And they knew our relationship can get through anything. Um, And so one thing I want to talk about before I dive too deep is the other person. And like I said a second ago, a lot of times we think people who mess up and hurt us don't love us and we shouldn't trust them. But we have to remember a couple things. First of all, typically it's not the lack of love. Usually it's something going on with them. And a lot of times it's that temptation of the devil and it's their insecurities. 99.9% of the time it's their insecurities or sometimes um their sins. For example, I think a lot of abusive relationships, and I'm not saying those people should be together, but in abusive relationships, a lot of times they find out that whoever was abusing the other person actually did love them, but they had something going on mentally um, that needed to be fixed for whatever reason. But again, it wasn't the lack of love. It was the other things going on. I'm not saying that they should get back with them. But what I am saying is a lot of times it's not always the lack of love. It's something deep. Um, And the same goes through with other sins that aren't, you know, as uh, I don't want to say big, but as alarming to us as some other sins. Um, I know for me, the devil knows my insecurities and I have a hard time with self-worth. So a lot of what I, when I sin and when I lie, it's due to pure embarrassment. Um, when I fall short, when the devil tricks me, when I mess up and betray or hurt somebody in some kind of way, it is always my insecurity. It's that insecurity that no one could love me because, you know, they're way better than me because typically the people, at least me personally, um, the people I really, you know, pursue as friends, I think are these amazing people. I really think the world of them and I just get this, you know, the devil whistling my ear. Why would they ever want to be friends with you? Look at how amazing they are. They're like the most amazing people you ever met. And so I get this insecurity 
and I get embarrassed and you know sometimes it'll cause me to add in white lies or it'll call you know cause me to hurry up and lie to cover something up or make something up it just triggers me to betray trust to sin those kind of things I also get super prideful um, because I'm so happy in different relationships and that also causes me to mess up. And so that's just my personal, but I think it goes with everybody. I think a lot of times um, people make mistakes because of their insecurities. I know a lot of teens who, you know, when they, they drink or do drugs or different things, it's it's not because they want to. Um, it's because of their insecurity. They're worried what other people will think. Um, a lot of times they might fall into the temptation of having sex or doing things like that um, because of their insecurities. And so, like I said, a lot of times we think it's this lack of love but typically it's their self-esteem and their self-worth and that devil tempting them and tricking them and them falling for it. But what we must remember is one, if I didn't make it clear, it's typically not their love. I know when I fall short, uh, it was absolutely not because I loved them. Uh, I mean, didn't love them. I 100% did love them. But what happens is that insecurity comes and in the heat of the moment, you make wrong choices. Um, and that devil builds that up over time. It doesn't happen overnight, which is why it's so important to uproot that sin. Don't listen to the devil's lies. So that way he can't hit your insecurities at the right time because that's what he does. And that's when we sin. And so I know for me, my sin, most people, their sins never truly intentionally meant to harm somebody. It's usually based on their insecurity and the fact that we're human and we make mistakes and we fall in temptation. But it's not that they don't love you and it's not that they don't care about you. Typically it's something on their end. Um, they don't feel enough in some kind of category and they're trying to cope with that and they're overdoing it and they're falling short in some kind of way. The other thing people do is, you know, they have these worldly fears and that also causes them to not think clearly. But again, even though they hurt you, it's not that they're trying to hurt you. They're human. And what we have to remember is that we're human too and that we make mistakes. And so if someone is asking you for forgiveness and if someone is still trying to continue a relationship with you, no matter in what shape or form, if they're seeking it and they're trying, then chances are they probably do love you and they were just human and made a mistake. Um, but a lot of times what holds us back is we just, we can't trust that. We can't trust them anymore. We just don't know. We let them in. We gave them that shot and we just can't trust it. And that's that worldly fear that the devil's going to give you. Um, and it's going to hold us back a lot of times. But God says we aren't of this world. God says to forgive 70 times 7. God said he forgave us and that he doesn't keep records of wrong. Um, and so we're called to do the same and he's going to strengthen you. You just have to deny yourself and trust him. And my goodness, that is so hard to do. And here's the kicker that even makes it harder to deny ourselves and our thoughts and our feelings on the situation. People are going to fail you again. And it might just be those same people who you just forgave breaking your trust again. But the thing is when we deny ourselves and we put God first and we put that other person first, we're creating a love and we're creating a path that's going to not only help us get to heaven and help us have peace and joy in the long run, but it's also going to help that other person. And that's what our society forgets about. God calls us to lay down our lives for our friends. God calls us to put others first. God calls us to deny ourselves and to follow him. And that is what Jesus did. When Jesus came into the world, he did not run away from sinners. He put them first. He came to serve. And we are supposed to serve others. And when we forgive others who don't deserve it, we are shedding that light of Christ. We are showing that love that is true love, that love that does not keep record of wrong 
songs. And we're also given our emotion, our fears, our anxieties, our, you know, eagerness to, to hold on to our trust. And, um, and we want to hold that so much, but we're giving that to God. And we're saying, God, although there is a chance they can hurt me again, um, if they do, and if it causes me to suffer, Lord, um, I'm trusting in you. I'm going to give that to you. And that'll be for your glory. And if they don't, Lord, then thank you for now giving me a relationship that's stronger than ever, because now they know that, you know, the true love I have for them, and I'll forgive them even when things don't go well. So either way, you're set. And like I said, if they fail, you and you just keep forgiving them hopefully eventually they will get the hint they will see your love um and they will respect it but even if they don't god's going to strengthen you god's going to give you a peace past understanding but if you hold on to that grudge and you don't forgive them it takes your peace and your joy and it deeply roots in you in ways that sometimes you don't even um know i know for me there was people that i didn't realize i kind of had a grudge against and that i didn't forgive and i mean it was from 10 15 years ago and, you know, going through stuff and reflecting on different situations, I realized I had so much frustration and anger um, for a person based on what they did or didn't do. And it was driving decisions I was making in the, in the present. It was just direct in my future. And this was from 15 years ago. And I didn't even realize that it was affecting me. And um, God put it on my heart. You know, sometimes I'm a little slow and I have to pray for things like, God, what is the root of dry, what's driving me to have these issues? What's driving me, you know, to feel the way I feel and he put on my heart that there was someone from 15 years ago that really hurt me and I just I ignored it but I never forgave them um and when I went and I didn't go find them it was 15 years ago if they ever came I would talk to them and we actually do talk uh, ironically enough but I forgave them in my heart and I truly let them back in um any way that they need to be let back in and it just gave me such a peace and I didn't even realize like I said that that was affecting me but it was um and I think the biggest debate is what I call halfway forgiveness and I don't mean that disrespectful. Um, that's just kind of how I feel about it. Um, and it's kind of like a Christian view. And I do somewhat get it. But at the same time, I just think God calls us to go deeper. And I think when we do go deeper and we put ourselves on the line um, and put our... Because here's the deal. If someone breaks your trust, it's still a worldly thing. So if they repeat a secret that you said, it's still a worldly thing. If, if they hurt your feelings, that's still a worldly thing. Um, even if they physically hurt you, it sucks. But when we die, our body doesn't go with it. It's all worldly things and it's so hard to put it in that perspective but it's so very true um and so we gotta remember that we are not of this world and we are to deny worldly things and to trust godly not on our own understanding but his and so what i call halfway forgiveness is i know a lot of people who um if someone wrongs them they say okay i'll forgive them you know when i see them i will treat them respectfully if they ever need anything i will help them i will go out my way um if they come to me i will help them any way they need however on my end i'm not reaching out to them i'm not hanging out with them i'm not doing anything on my end um to strengthen that relationship to help with that relationship um they hurt me and so i choose to not have them in my life and my issue with that is i don't remember jesus doing things that way now he did heal a lot of people and move on but i don't think he ever meant for sinners to have a one-way relationship it is a two-way relationship um he acted he died on the cross for us and I think when we 
forgive people. And if they're reaching out to us and if they're continuing that relationship, when we step up and check on them and we step up and continue that relationship and we step up and, you know, do actions for them, even when we don't feel like it, but we know it's the right thing to do because deep down we know they love us. Um, We are putting God and loving others over ourselves. And to me, there is no, maybe there's a few, but there's not many more things we can do to show God that we choose him, to show God that we are denying ourselves and we are following you because it's so hard to trust people that hurts us. It's so hard to forgive. I know for me, the one that always is the hardest is when I feel like people don't know my heart and who I am. And um, when people, I get in fights and arguments and, you know, they question my integrity and they say things and I'm like, how do they not know who I am by now? They have been knowing me for how long? Do they really think these things of me? And like I said, what I have to do to get past that is I have to remember it's typically not that they can't see who I am. It's insecurities and lies from the devil that are feeding that and causing them to lash out in anger or lash out in fear. And it's these thoughts that they get um, because they're f- afraid that they're going to lose that relationship with you. Or maybe they're comparison, comparing. So, you know, they get this envy. And so that's why they get those thoughts. But again, a lot of times it isn't because they don't love you. It's because of insecurities. And when we halfway forgive people, guys, relationships are a two-way street. You're either going to forgive them or you're not. Um, You can't forgive somebody and say, okay, I'm going to be civil with them. They're going to know. Um, they're going to know that you're not letting them all the way in. And, you know, typically I'm not saying you have to give your all immediately. Um, I know for me, it, it takes quite some time, but I always tell myself, you know, if I'm going to forgive somebody, I'm forgiving them all the way. And, you know, today it might be hard on my emotions, but I'm going to push past my emotions. Um, and I know for me, there was people I didn't want to forgive. I felt like I forgave them a million times and they still didn't know who I was. And they still, you know, accused me of things that were so false and so just insane saying to me because I'm like, you know who I am. How do you think this of me? But I kept taking a step forward and I kept saying, you know, God, you put these people in my life. And you know, if I'm supposed to walk away, tell me. And that's the big thing too. I didn't put that on my exception exception list. That is number one. If God says to walk away, if you feel in your heart, God says walk away, then yes, of course, walk away. But I find that typically God says, yeah, you know, they did hurt you and they did mess up. Um, But call them on your own sins called them on your own failures. And what's funny is typically the things that other people did to us is usually what we do to other people. I know the people that I get so mad at and I say, how did they not know my heart? And then I think of the people I failed and the people I messed up. And I say, how did I not do their heart? Why did I feel like I had to, to hide this or do this or do that to earn their love? Like that was so stupid, but it was because of my insecurities. I didn't feel good enough for that friendship or I was embarrassed about something. So I was trying to hide something. Um, And it was my insecurities. It was never that I didn't think good about them. It was never that I, you know, thought those things that came up um, after I wronged them. It was my own insecurities. And I will say, unfortunately, high school is rough and can be mean. Um, and forgiveness is very hard, especially when people try to destroy your reputation. Um, but again, I think the key is to remember God's teachings on it, to remember it's putting yourself second and putting God first and putting others first, but also remembering most 
of the times it's their insecurities. I know in high school, um, when people would bully other people, it was to get the attention off of them. Or when people would do certain things, it was for their status to get higher. It was never about the other person. Um, it was always about themselves. Unfortunately, we live in a broken world. And unfortunately, we live in a selfish world. And unfortunately, the devil is going to feed on that. He knows our insecurities and he knows when to strike and how to strike. Um, but we can strike back. We can choose to not think logically as the world says, but think as God says. And like I said, the things that I find God says about forgiveness from what I read, he does tell us to guard our heart. I'll give you that. Um, but from what I read, he says, love keeps no record of wrongs. Deny yourself, follow him. He forgives us. So we should forgive him. He forgave a murderer. They don't know what they're doing. So forgive them. And he who has not sin, cast the first stone. So guys, whoever it is that you feel like you need to forgive today, forgive them. Um, it'll be just as good for you as it will for them. Don't let those emotions get in your way of something that might be greater than you could ever imagine. Uh, I know a lot of times we say, well, God, why won't you answer this prayer? Well, did he answer it? But you chose to, out of fear, cut that person out your life. Out of advice of other people, you chose to cut that person out your life. Um, are you missing something because you're not forgiving in the way God calls us to give? Are we halfway forgiving? Or are we not trusting? So whoever it is, whatever it is, pray about it, reflect on it, and hopefully in time you choose to forgive them wholeheartedly. When I say love keeps no records of wrongs, we're human. We're gonna remember what they did, but we got to work past that emotion. And even though we know what they did, work past it and say, you know what? I'm gonna forgive them anyway. I'm gonna love them anyway. Because that's what God did. That's who he came for. He came for the sinners. That's what he died for. He died because we were all sinners and we needed forgiveness. And out of that love and respect for his forgiveness to us, we must put others above ourselves. And like I said, I think that when you do that, um, all the friendships that I forgave somebody are some of my strongest friendships. And it's not a brag moment, but I forgave some things that the society would say, are you crazy? I forgave some things that were multiple things, repeated things, things I said, hey, if you do again, our relationship's over. And guess what? They did it again. And it was hard to get past, but I got past it out of love for them and love for Christ. And I don't regret it. And so I hope anyone listens to the podcast today that you really reflect on forgiveness and who are you not forgiving and what's holding you back because it's of this world. God calls us to be free. So be free of it. Love them anyway. Forgive them anyway. Hope this encourages you. God bless.